12 after 5. Today is the day the Reserve Bank is inflicting more pain and more misery on Australian households. We've heard today that interest rates are going up once again with the Reserve Bank of Australia, hopefully now telling us that they might not go up as far next month. They might be going up again at some other stage, but hopefully, hopefully, that this could be the end of the, the pain and the suffering for some time. We're keeping all of our fingers and our toes crossed, but that might not be it. The Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe believes inflation has now peaked. But I want to know from you today if you are finding that the economy is starting to slow. Give me a call, one double three eight eighty two, the talkback number. And joining me now is Peter White, the Managing Director of the Finance Brokers Association of Australia. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Ollie. How are you? I'm all right, Peter. No surprises here. The RBA has increased interest rates for the 10th straight month. But is this it, Pete? Oh. I'd love to say yes, it is, Ollie, but uh, I dare say we might get a reprieve next month, but uh, there is still expected another two rate rises by the end of the year if things don't change. So if the economies change and things start to balance out, then maybe we won't get there. But uh, for now, it's still on the cards. All right. If we look at the average West Australian mortgage, it's about $480,000. So today's hike means that they're going to have to find another $75 a month since we've had now mm. 10 hikes, it's about $1,000 more a month to service that loan. It's twelve grand a year, Peter. I know. It's really tough going. It, um, you know, I've, I've had uh, commentary in the not too recent past saying Reserve Bank should have moved on this a long time ago, like 18 months ago. Yeah. Rates could never have stayed as low as what they were. And I've been in banking finance over 44 years now and never in history has it ever stayed so low for so long. It was always going to go up. And, you know, it's really painful and difficult for people now with so many big jumps. They say 10 in a row. You know, it's just costing people a fortune. Carol says if the rate is 3.6%, why mm-hmm. isn't it that the only rate the banks can charge, she doesn't understand how they can charge so much higher, plus 6%. Yeah, so with that, uh, you've obviously got, like any business, they have a cost to run a business, and that is their margin for their expenses to to run their to run their um run the banks now we could argue that they constantly post i made x amount more billions of dollars this mm. year happy days for shareholders and those investing which i understand but uh for borrowers it, it's uh still difficult but it is their expenses marginalization over above the cost of funds so um that's that's why we've got competition in the marketplace trying to keep that down because you know the funny thing was if I go back to the 80s, yeah. the, the margin above cost of funds is around 4 to 6%. Today, we're around 2 to 2.5%. Yeah. So Context competition important. has done a lot, but it's still not fun. Second part of Carol's question, though, is why is she only getting 1.9% on her savings account? It's a good question from Carol. Yeah, it is. It is. So they're making more margin on that. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the banks also obtain their funding uh, overseas offshore or through what we call securitization vehicles, a special purpose vehicle to get, um, I guess, get assets off balance sheet. It creates more cash flow for them. Um, and there's extra costs involved in that. But yeah, you kind of think you should be getting a lot more on your savings account. So when you're looking today at the 10th hike and you're trying to make everything meet, you realise mm. that the cost of everything's going up. Walk into the supermarket, mm. fill up a tank of petrol, or you've got to pay your fees and charges, your electricity bills. Peter, where do mm. mortgage holders start when they hope to review their home loan? Well, the, the first thing that anybody wants to do if they, they want to negotiate what they've got is go talk to their existing lender. 
Go put the pressure on them and say, I want a better deal. I've got, you have a little look in the marketplace. I can get better deals elsewhere and uh, I'll come to you first to give me your, your best offer. If that doesn't work, um, I know I'm a little bit biased on this, but you need to engage a professional to help you through it to get the best deal in the marketplace. Go get yourself a mortgage broker and make them do the work for you. Is refinancing with a different bank a good option? It, it depends on your circumstances. Um, yeah, there's a lot of these um, cash offers that banks are offering at the moment. And uh, I think we all got to realise there's nothing free in this world. And if it looks too good, maybe it is. So this is where someone like a mortgage broker can help you out because you need to do the maths to say, well, it's going to cost me X amount of money to swap lenders. I may get this cash back, um, but I've got to look at the expenses. I might have to get another valuation and more legal fees. Yeah. Um, and you've got to weigh up the pros and cons of the benefit of what that cashback gives you and if there's any savings on interest rate. So it's important to do some homework on that. And uh, when you see that, it'll probably give you an answer. Not all of them are as good as what you think they might be. So those fees, those charges, how often can you move around? Because I know this will come up again next time yeah. that Reserve Bank is going to hike up interest yeah. rates. So let's move around. Let's find a better deal. Yeah. Can you can you <laughs> simply move around every six months or so? Look, you can. There's nothing that prohibits you from actually moving around every month. The problem is it's not cost-effective because no. it's always going to cost you money. So, you know, I, I kind of recommend if you can, you, you find something, stay there for one or two years, right the way. But one of the tricks you can look at in the marketplace is if you think you're swapping at lenders, see what their existing borrowers are paying as an interest rate. Because in the market, quite often they have these um, really cheap rates, say, hey, come to us, we'll give you a new borrow rate, blah, blah, blah. Um, they're about 0.5% cheaper but everybody else is paying 0.5% more. So it may sound good to start with, but then all of a sudden they're gonna jack the rate up, the rate up behind you and uh, you're gonna wind up a lot worse off than maybe what you think. So you've got to look at the, the big picture view um, and it's not easy. Uh, no, it's not. Peter White, thanks for your time. Pleasure, Ollie, thank you. The Managing Director, Finance Brokers Association of Australia. How do you react to today's news? The Reserve Bank has increased interest rates for the 10th straight session. The 10th straight meeting of the Reserve Bank. Interest rates are going up, One double three, eight eighty two. I mentioned earlier, I was talking with a, a good mate of mine this morning who fixed it about 1.9% just a couple of years ago and is bracing now to refinance at over 6% in the middle of the year. So, I mean, that's going to require so much more money to service the repayments. At the same time, everything else is more expensive. Go into the supermarket, buy the groceries, fill up the car with petrol, pay for power. Everything's becoming more expensive, and now the mortgage is too. But are you starting to find that the economy is starting to slow? Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. One double three, eight eighty two. On the text line, 0487-999-882, Matt says if these rate increases continue, what's going to happen when people can't keep up and have to sell? The rental market isn't a place to accompany an influx of people right now, so it's going to allow landlords to up the price further because it's a captive market. Roger says, I think Labor's adding to inflation by increasing utility charges. The country is going to become a banana republic if things do not change. And I borrowed that, state, that statement, of course, from Paul Keating. And if the goal is to remove cash from the economy, why not make individuals contribute 2.5% of their wages into their own super? 
That's when the inflation rate will drop, Ollie, and the government will get relief down the track with regards to pension payments. A one double three eight eighty two. If you'd like to join Perth Live this afternoon, it is twenty past five.